Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. There we go. That's how you start a podcast. That's it. That way, if you're blabbing at the beginning and you need to go in there and take out the uh, bogus conversation piece, I don't know if you can see right there, but there's a giant white stripe that goes all the way up to the top of that. So now when you're editing, you can go back to that white stripe. Now I don't have to look with my ears. Now I can just look with my eyes. There you go. It's the best. It's perfect. That's why, so that's why they do the clappers too, like in movies. I never knew that. Yeah. So you can line up, they can line up and sync the audio huh. with everything. Like that's why they roll sound, roll film, speeding, action. I have learned something today yeah. for real. Cause that's, that's, that's knowledge to me. Yeah. <laughs> that way. I mean, if I were going, like, if I were on video clapping, then the second my hands come together, that's where that spot needs to be. That spike. Yeah. Huh. Fanciness. Very What's up, fancy. John Dowdy? How you doing on this Tuesday, uh, we'll call it morning. Tuesday morning. I'm great, Justin. Great. Um, John showed up at the office today. I mean, I invited, like, it was, I say that like you're a vagrant. You're just like, <laughs> I just showed out up digging in the <laughs> trash in the yard. Like, come upstairs. Let's talk about stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been homies for what? Year or two now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Going on two years, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get into like why we know each other and like how we know each yeah. other. Um, but originally I came in contact with you because you guys were looking to do some labels or some sh- screen printed stuff or like. For some shirts. Some shirt stuff. Yeah. Um, we worked together on some stuff there. And then, yeah. Um, but while we were working on that, we realized that we were very similar. Yes. Like, we we love just travel and people yeah. and, like, interaction. You, and, one uh, of the things I remember about that first time meeting you and actually coming up here to talk about mm-hmm. shirt stuff was we realized really quick we know a, a, a little about a lot. Yeah. And so then you got on this kick with movies. Oh, movies is solid. And solid, uh, solid go to. And then yeah, but but I think that there's a lot of similarities and just things we care about. Yeah. So. Um, movies definitely. Mm-hmm. Love movies. Um, you schooled what, me on the horror movies. Um, like, yeah. Eighties horror movies, dude. That's my. Bro, genre. I couldn't stay with you. I thought I knew something, but. <laughs> dude, you start getting like the oh man, yeah. like blood hook, like those old like. Like I'd mention like something D-list and you'd, give, you'd give me the story behind it. I'd be like, oh yeah, have you seen, you know, whatever. And you're like, yeah, but did you know that that director did this, 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 this? That's not even me really. That's just, I lived with a dude. Like his name's Neil. I'll show you some of his artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Neil Rustler. He lives in Nashville now. But him and I like had this almost like haunted house of an apartment where it was like inflatable um, horror movie <laughs> characters. Like there was an inflatable Frankenstein and an inflatable Homer Simpson in the skeleton suit from the... Uh, Halloween issue yeah. ep- episode. I say issue like it's a newspaper. <laughs> um, but it was just like we would ride or ride bikes around the house, and there's a lot of creepy stuff. Like uh, we had a uh, a black and white striped Christmas tree hmm. uh, with a Freddy Krueger glove with like straight up leather welding glove with some steel. Was that like the top? The yeah, that was the star. The star. Yeah, it was lit. And we had like little whiskey <laughs> bottles and leather faces for lights. It was. And you know, that wasn't like just for Christmas. That was for August or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, whoever hey, break break the tree house, out. Like, yeah. check it. No, no, it just was always <laughs> it out. Yeah. You just like have to dust it every couple of years. Yeah. So it didn't turn gray on some of the branches. <laughs> but I mean, 
we were just like super into horror movies and like yeah. he had i remember he had a shining um this giant shining poster mm-hmm. that we made and it was like i want to say probably eight foot wide maybe yeah it was a beast that hung over his bed and i was like dog this is i love this place i mean I that's never, like next level commitment not want to live here <laughs> is the tree still with you Nah, sadly, um, I left like a thief in the night. Hmm. No, I didn't. Um, (laughs) it was weird. Like when I, when we started, when I started my transition to move back to Dothan, I had been tour managing a band for a while. Like I was just traveling constantly. And my uncle who owns a sign company here was like, Hey man, if you want to come back and do kind of like, I'd helped him on the weekends here and there Mm -hmm. with jobs out of town. And he's like, if you want to come down and like, we've got a bunch of pro- projects we'd use you for. And, um, I was like, cool. So I was working back and forth and like, I ended up moving here kind of before I moved out up there. Does I got that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. like there's probably two months of my life where my apartment was like, set up exactly the same way it wow. would have been, but I had two roommates and I was yeah. just like mailing them checks yeah. or paying rent, however. And, um, but every week at least three items would go missing out of my bedroom. Because I was like, this game they were playing, they're like, yeah, you can just do whatever, but like, we can't be held responsible for all your stuff. And I was like, I like this game. Let's, let's play this game. And, uh, yeah, I lost, one of the things I lost was, uh, another poster that we had made. Yeah. Like the giant shining poster gotcha. that was in Neil's room. Um, so it may be time to bring, bring like resurrect a tree, like version two. So during COVID we all had, I mean, I say during covid like it's done like that's the other thing is everybody's like well when covid was a thing like no it's still very much a thing um the goal line just keeps moving oh yeah this is there's a moving target on everything yep yeah constantly and i think part of it so nobody has to take responsibility for anything yeah everybody's just like well we just push it back some more yeah it's gonna go away so now we just say during this season yeah yeah during 2020, <laughs> 20, been, yeah. we, we had a lot of downtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I started pulling out boxes like a lot of people did and going down memory lane mm-hmm. and like reaching out to old friends. And, um, one of the, I mean, when you're just in April and you start going through <laughs> your storage stuff, like the banana stuff that I have, yeah, none of it's worth anything to anybody but me. Like it's like, um, little finger puppet monsters. You know, I remember like those. Jello things. Yeah. 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 yeah like at yeah. least 20 or 30 of those in a so box. So the finger somewhere. puppet monsters and then weren't those the ones that you could put on your uh, pencils too? Like yeah. b- back in like yeah, elementary. They, like, had their arms yeah, up and yeah, like, yeah, spikes yeah. and their you mouths You still have up. some of those? Dude, I've got a handful at the house right now. Man. I may have some in the office. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I love toys. Um, when I was younger, like I had, I think because I was the only child, like I was just hmm. like, these, here's my homies. Did you have a Teddy Rupskin? No. Um, no, because I'm pretty sure they're possessed, dude. I would have turned that thing into just like a karaoke. Like, yeah, would, yeah. I'd have put like a Bone Thug CD in there in '94 and just seen how fast go. that motor in the mouth could run. You know how awesome that'd be. Yes, that'd be incredible. Yeah, that would be super cool. Um, but yeah, we've just every time we sit down together, it never gets like it's never boring. Hmm. It's about to be though. Probably now that we put headphones and gotten a mic out, it's going to turn into a sleep show. For no, sure. I think it'll be good. We'll have to call Brandon Harold to call in. Like, hey, can you call into the podcast? I know this isn't really a thing, but yeah. But I feel like I feel like that's kind of how it happened, right? Like our friendship started, uh, conversations happened, and at some point we're like, man, like this probably would make uh, in somebody's world uh, a good reference point to come back to and hear just conversations mm-hmm. from friends that yeah. have 
different walks of life, been through some things differently, and here we are. Yeah, that's the and thing. So, like, we can all go into the same room, <laughs> and we can all look at the same stuff in the same room, yep. and we can all leave with different memories from the exact same yeah. experience. Yeah. And it's being, let me pop this off here real quick. Okay. Wow. I'm not going to edit that out. Um, it's just, yeah, being able to go in yeah. and see how somebody else appreciates for sure anything yeah can lead to you appreciating something mm-hmm. a bit more right yeah and so that's one of the best things about meeting yeah. new people and like sitting down and really digging into what they're about absolutely building relationships yeah. like yeah that's what the local's all about is authentic relationships is what i appreciate from you for sure it's like, like yeah it's weird a lot of people don't yeah uh, a lot of people want to be yeah. like yeah that's awesome or like that that's the coolest thing i've seen in a yeah. long time but Sometimes it's not. Yeah. And so I can't tell people those things. Yeah. And so like enter cheesy pandemic COVID-19 joke. Um, I said to a group of people uh, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know what the big deal with masks are. Some of us have been wearing them our Years. whole lives. Yeah. And yeah. So for me, it's just an appreciation of authenticity and conversation. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that you bear everything your soul has, but we got to a point that we're just, we know each other. Yeah. And I know that if I call you, you're there for me. Mm-hmm. I'm always and vice like, versa. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, Hey man, it's, I need you. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those dudes too. Like yeah. growing up in this area, like it's been super fun for the majority of it, but you really have to like, there's a lot of people that have just grown up, like just worried about themselves. Yeah. And I've been that dude. Like who hasn't like mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of human nature because you have to survive in order to be able to take care for of sure. other stuff. But once it goes up beyond like survival and like beyond thriving and just where it's like, that's your program that you're living. Then I'm kind of like, uh, I'm going to hang back and yeah. like, maybe somebody wants to go play putt putt somewhere. Like I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to have fun all the time. I'm not really trying to work myself. I don't, yeah. I don't want what I do to define who I am and vice versa. No, for sure. And like, yeah, that's why I've just, I don't know. I've yeah. always been consistent too. Like I talk yeah. to kids the exact same way, which is good and bad. Yeah. Like, um, it's fun though. Like, well, I think it's really good. Like just for, for the sake of, of real conversation. So, um, you know, if, if a kid asks you a question, you can answer that question and not answer the questionnaire. Yeah. Right. And so the ability to talk to someone, cause like if, if you asked me a question and I answered it, um, with absolute facts, truth, mm-hmm. articulated everything perfectly, but then you're like, I still don't know the answer. Well, I didn't answer the questionnaire. I just answered the question. Yeah, that's it. And so to have the ability to talk on a level that, whether it's kids, adults, grandparents. Mm. Just communication. Communication. Yeah, dude. It's like everything. I feel like every time I make a point on the show, by the way, I say, well, it's just like fill in the blank. (laughs) Um, Communication is obviously like how, how things happen. Yeah. Like from being a kid, like being a baby, like your yeah. first communication is you cry because either yep. you have a diaper full of nonsense or like you're hungry or maybe like <laughs> a diaper full of nonsense. I'm, well, I'm trying to keep it PG ish PJ PG esque. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you got to communicate as a baby to your yep. parents to let you know, like, Something's hey man, up. yeah, you got to get to work somehow. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but you got to change something. Yeah. And, um, being able to take just that squawking and crying of a baby and be able to grow yourself. See, I'm 37. My communication skills are all right ish, but 
they're genuine. And so I don't really mm-hmm. worry about the presentation nearly as much as some people would. I'm with you. Um, yeah. I'm just a real dude. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like that's the best way to be. Yeah. Like that way you don't have to remember like, Oh, who was I for this person? Or like, yeah. what did I say about whatever in front of this person? Like, yeah. I just hate everything. I, I think at some point, too, <laughs> like, I'm going to consistently be the same person. Yeah. Cause like if you, if you get to a point that you're, living out of this place that I'm going to do this for this person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be this for this person, uh, being someone that you were not intended to be. It's exhausting. Yeah. And like you just said, man, you'll be so confused at some point. Like, wait, so who do they think I am today? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. And I got to put that hat on or I got to, got to put that face on. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I do, if you're out in the city mm-hmm. or whatever, like doing what you do and you've got to go meet people. Maybe it's a ribbon cutting. Maybe it's a meeting of whatever with a banker. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, typically there's an outfit that you should have on. That's not sweatpants and like t-shirts as we both are sitting here. Yeah, dude. Like it's, I Tuesday. will say your, 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 your jogger game is pretty fresh though. Uh, when I like, got hurt, I realized like, listen, man, you look like a straight up goth kid. And like, it's even worse. Cause like everything, my, my legs stay fairly, I say fairly tan. I peel them back and they're bluer than my shoes. <laughs> but like above here, you can like, you can see like bones and you I see straight you. through yeah, like capillaries yeah, yeah. and everything. I have like 130 <laughs> year old lady legs. Oh, just on my left one. Cause it's just the left one. Yeah. That was the broken one. Cause that one, so, that one went through. That's the haunted one. That one, that one has a story. Yeah. That thing I got bit <laughs> by a dragon. Um, but yeah, I finally got on a mountain bike this weekend. Uh, how was your weekend, by the way? So this weekend was good. It was relaxing. Why so this weekend? What was last weekend? Was it a nightmare? Or? Last weekend was just heavy. Yeah. You know, and so coming off of heavy weekends, getting to a holiday weekend. Um, yeah, life in general, I think, has a way of speeding up. And so to be able to slow down. And uh, so, so I'm, I'm a grandpa's boy. Mm-hmm. Like I... Um, I'm the third, so I'm named after my grandfather. They skipped a few people. Yeah. So they, um, like my grandfather's the second, my dad is not, my brother wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so then I was the third. Yeah. Um, so I'm a huge grandpa's boy and he's in a season of life where he's, he's starting to like to, yeah, uh, time is catching him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, a little bit more forgetful and, and, and just not as sharp as he Mm -hmm. has been. So when I have time with him, which is what we did yesterday, we just grilled out Yeah. and, uh, yeah, I don't know the frailty of life. Seeing my grandfather, and he looked at me yesterday, and, and I didn't get to tell you this before, but uh, he looked at me and he said, "You know, your dad's having a hard time watching me get old." And I was like, "Well, Gramps, like I'm I'm having a hard time too." Yeah. And then he just kind of, you know, like there's such a peace when you're at that place in life, mm-hmm. and so he was just like, "Yeah." And so I looked at him and said, "Gramps, I bet I bet it's probably." Uh, you know, I know it's hard for me, but it's got, it's gotta be hard for, for you living through. Yeah. Watching everybody loves you. Yeah. But I try to process everything. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And so, well, that was a really vulnerable moment. I apologize, Justin. I feel like you're, you're like, we're on some couch therapy right now, you know, but with that, it was just like an hour. (laughs) 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 But with that, uh, yeah, send me the bill. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think perspectives change in life. And so my grandfather, is no longer worried about what he's trying to obtain. He's at a place of yeah, like, he's like, bumped it into neutral. He's just I'm, enjoying I'm it. Leaving, like, yeah. So, um, I kind of envy that stage. It's, sure. it's odd to say, but it's, yeah, like, yeah, I've never been there. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to cut a bunch of ropes loose and just be like, you know what? We're just going to float this boat and yeah. see what happens. But like, 
my grandmother's 90 and she's mm. one of my best friends. Like I drew, she's, I drive her to New York in May and then oh, wow. I'll fly up there beginning of April or I mean beginning of April, beginning of October and yeah. then drive her back down and she kicks it all winter here. Yeah. Um, so like upstate New York? Dude, Canadian border. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's up there, dude. It's yeah. way, it's all the way up there. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful, but it is, it's a solid 20 hours with grandma riding shotgun. I think you should do a, a riding podcast with grandma. At some I've point. tried, man. Like she's so mean. Oh no. A, lo- <laughs> a lot of editing. No, <laughs> no, she's chill, dude. It's cool. That's like cool. she tells me like all this. She's the problem is we've been doing it for like 12 years now. And so you can press that straight down. Down. Is yeah. that better? I'm just a big dude. So, it's you know, right. you can throw this pillow out of the way if you like, need to. I'm like strapped. That's in. how you get real out. Do you get the <laughs> pillow out from behind you? I'll stop talking, then I'll just be done. That's all good. Just out. Just bust that nap. <laughs> um, yeah, my grandmother just yeah. runs back and forth. I'm like, because we've done it for so long, though, mm-hmm. like twelve ish years, I think. Uh, I'm not trying to. Well, actually, it's been long enough where I could probably get her to retell some stories. Yeah, and she wouldn't notice. I bet. I bet that's the case now for sure. But I just feel like everything's so fresh on my mind when yeah. we're traveling. I don't want to just like keep asking her redundant questions. No, for sure. And then have her like, you know what? I'll just fly back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's coming too, but it's all part of that. Dude, I don't know. Under, I like, yeah. that's one of those mentalities too, that I've really wanted to dig into as far as like, once you pass X amount of mm-hmm. things on your to-do list and you start yeah. transitioning into that, like I've done it Yeah. stage. Like what? Where, like, how does that work? Yeah. As far as like, what, where are your worries? Mm-hmm. And obviously that is probably very family centralized and not like bills or like for sure what's coming down the road or yeah. probably not even politics at this point. Yeah. Except you're just worried about like what's going to happen yeah. when you leave. But I don't know, dude, that's such a weird, why are we talking about this dark? I don't know, man. Tuesday. So like on a, on a happier point, I think like if we could grasp even just a, a a portion of, of that mentality mm-hmm. at our age, cause I'm 37 too. Yeah. And like have that perspective in conversation. Well then maybe you, know, you talked about communication. So to circle back to that, instead of looking for points of divisiveness, what would happen if like we could find a common ground regardless yeah. of like uh, opinions, beliefs, like, like leans to the whatever side of the sure. tracks. And, yeah. and we're just like, you know what, at the heart of it, we're humanity mm-hmm. and, uh, and you add value to my life. So what, what value can I add to yours? Yeah. That's, um, and, I was watching something yesterday. I don't know if you follow meat eater or anything like that on like meat eaters. One of this, um, Netflix show. Okay. And I did just get Netflix. It's hosted so. by this dude, Steve Rinella's world renowned, like outdoorsman. He's hunter mm-hmm. fisherman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched dude. an episode. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. done. Um, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. a handful of times. And well, he's he started this this uh, YouTube spinoff show called Das Boat, and he takes this like hmm. old beat up three hundred dollar Alumacraft boat from like <laughs> the sixties, guts it, and then gives it to a fisherman, and then he's supposed to like hmm. add some upgrades to it and fish it, and then they record all the content with that. They send it to the next city with the next fisherman. They upgrade or whatever. And you see fly fishermen. Huh. You see like um, bay fishermen. Yeah. Like saltwater or freshwater river. Um, you see river floats. And it's all done in the same vessel. And 
the biggest hmm. thing that the biggest message from that entire thing was like our common ground are these fish. We yeah. all know that we love them and they're rad and yeah. we need them for certain things, yeah. whether it's therapy, like just therapy mm-hmm. or food or whatever. Yeah. We need to respect this. And because this is everybody's common ground yeah. everybody's goal is to get these things in the boat. How can we come together yeah. and make sure that these things are here forever for everybody to be able to enjoy yeah. And it's more a conservation conversation, but it was like, how do people with yeah. like different backgrounds, different ideologies on things yeah. come together to make one yeah. great thing? Well, so like we could coin a term, we could literally invent it right now if it's not out already. All right. So you just said that that's more on like conservationism. Mm-hmm. And so what if, what if we started looking at that from the sense of like relational conservationism? Like that's a lot of sh- 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 yeah, there. like a lot of that. So relationships, relationships conservation. I think I'll, I'd throw extra H's. And yeah, C's yeah, yeah. In there. Well, that's that's your that's your your area of expertise to take that and yeah, make I'll, it even better. I'll throw that in. The, you can like package that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing to conserve? Yeah, human value. Absolutely. In in ideologies being and potentially different. Not only that, yeah. but being able to see being able to yeah. see potential and put that potential to work. Yeah. Instead of see that potential and yeah. be like, well, I got to do better than that. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why if you... So when I was a kid, going back to horror movies a little mm-hmm. bit, I had this recurring dream where I'd be running from Freddy Krueger. Hmm. Solid dream for a four or five-year-old to have, like pretty reasonable. Well, I hid in this big pile of leaves because New York kid growing up and there's just leaves everywhere in the fall. Yeah. So I had hid in this big pile of leaves and he went by and I just walked out and I was like, hey what are we doing? Hmm. And he was like, uh, this is how it works. Like I come kill you and like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, but what if we were on the same side and we just like did fun stuff? And he was like, that sounds cool. And so we like became friends in this dream. <laughs> and like, that was a recurring dream I had all the time. And then like, I had another one about a white cookie monster that ate my house, which was super weird. But like, hmm. yeah, the Freddy Krueger thing is that, and it was a reoccurring thing that you could have. Yeah. 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 I, and I, so like, he just became a cast member of my dreams. Yeah. And so, but what's crazy about that is even I think like on on the side of like you know how how can I make that something practical? I mean the thought of the one like quote unquote an enemy, someone after you, someone mm-hmm. chasing you. Well, like what if it isn't as bad as maybe the ending yeah. seems? Yeah, like so it's all it's all trying to figure out if this yeah. snake is poisonous or not. Yeah. Like, so one of my funny my, one of my favorite memes, Freddy Krueger's in it, and I'll show it to you later. And he's just like squatting in a corner with a mm-hmm. cigarette in his hand and it says uh been chasing people in their dreams i forgot to live my own that's it yeah yeah <laughs> it makes sense just like other, looking all down the other thing is like he's probably out of work because people aren't dreaming much anymore no you know what i mean like yeah. everybody's so wrapped up in the grind and they're that's so true. wrapped up like i mean i am too like this is work for me yeah. to an extent but, yeah um people get just get so wrapped up in like this has to get done now yeah. or this needs to be whatever and like that's mm-hmm. super important to a lot of people, but it's also not super important to a, more people. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. I'm with you for sure. If that's, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like discounting what's important to each other, no. but it's like literally taking, trying to look at the perspective of like, well, yeah. what about the rest of the for sure. rest of the area? Like I'm really into skateboarding, but yeah. like I don't see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to walk up to people and be like, what's up? You want to ride the yeah. skateboard? Like, no, it's, yeah. 
Alabama. It's 9,000 degrees. Yeah. Like, all your jeans are going to get holes in them. You're going to go through <laughs> shoes a pair every two because weeks. Because of the humidity, you got to wear 14 shirts in one session, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like, I just rode a mountain bike yesterday for an hour and I yeah. went through two shirts. <laughs> like, but you know, even good. with that, like, so with skating, like, what would the common ground be for me and you to come together on that? Because, uh, a Samoan, quite frankly, like I'm not built to be on a skateboard. Not necessarily. Um, unless you can get some with, I get. Look, you would be the one to hook me up with a deck. Yeah, we can get you. And and some like that's gonna that's gonna support. Hold a dude. Support I'm this. Full grown dude. <laughs> um, but even if it wasn't my interest, like what common ground could we find to like advance the cause? You easy. know, boy, that's easy. You wish. yeah. I mean, we just talked about shoes for an hour. <laughs> for real. Like, yeah. Just the the knowledge space that goes in between. Yep. Like, clothing or shoes or yeah. art or mm-hmm. music like all that fits yeah. into skateboarding yeah. or biking or like fishing or yeah. whatever like yeah. all these aspects of music and fashion yeah. and like and i happen inspiration. to be- and i happen to believe that your greatest resource your greatest resources are your relationships oh yeah so it's 100%. like hey man who do you know that i need to know and who do i know that you need to know yeah. like I invest, let's make this happen yeah i invest in people more than i yeah. invest in companies which because, is super cool and i know that's true about who you are as a person yeah i want like, yeah i want to be able to provide anybody i say anybody some of you guys don't contact me at all because i don't want to deal with you but <laughs> hey you gotta put that asterisk anybody, in there yeah, yeah. i'm not <laughs> Be stacked up in the hall. Don't use everybody. Don't use never. You got to use some like. You got to use that lawyer. Yeah. That loose lingo. (laughs) Never get nailed down to anything. So, yeah, for a lot of people, uh, if I see potential and if I see like drive and some sort of like internally burning fire where it's like self propelled and like self motivated, yeah, I'll dig into. I'll be like, all right, let's pay attention to this part. Like, I'll dude, I'll stalk people for sure. um, I watched in Kurt, a non creepy way. No, super yeah. creepy. I'm like in the bushes. <laughs> no, um, like when I was hurt, I was laying, I laid in bed for a mm. few months and, um, I noticed a dude out in the world doing my job, which was rad. Like, I was like, this is what I need to be doing. If I, like, if I could walk around, this is what I would be doing. Mm-hmm. And it was Kirk Crosby, Crosby, Kirk Crosby. Hmm. He went around and he did a bunch of, um, he did a bunch of mini features on, uh, locally on restaurants talk about who was open for takeout and oh that's cool stuff like that and like yeah i gave him like i re- just i watched him for a couple of weeks and shot him a message on facebook as i just said call me yeah and left my number and like explained to him who i was and like why i was on the phone with him and mm-hmm. it's kind of one of these things where i was like dude what you're doing is exactly what i've been doing for years yeah and i want to help you do it more and yeah more. and like yeah. Whatever resources you need, if I can obtain them, or if I if I have anything in my arsenal that you can benefit from, let me know. And that's like so true to your character too. And this is not a cheesy like 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 plug for you and I your business. You to come into that, <laughs> like but of but the um the truth behind who you are as a person is if a collaborative effort is taking place or even if you're bringing on a new client, mm-hmm. like that person becomes part of your life. Dude, I'm friends with everybody. Like Freddy Krueger became part of, part of your cast. Yeah. I mean, it really is the truth. And so, um, you can pay people to get a job done or you can surround yourself with people that'll push a cause way bigger than all of us. hundred percent. Like and, more oars in the water. Yep. We'll move that boat. A lot yeah. You, yeah. I remember you saying that on I'll the, all it, dude. The everything, yeah. everything's a boat simile or a pizza. I was talking about that the other day. My, me and my wife were sitting around. And That's why we're friends too. I was, yeah, like food analogies. I'm 
I'm real dumb. And so the way I look at the world is literally mm. like, well, it's like this. And I just combine all these goofy similes. Like <laughs> sometimes, like one day, sometimes I'll pick a theme. Like some days it's pizza. Mm-hmm. And like a friend of mine and I were riding to Montgomery one time and they were asking me, it was, I don't know if it was an anxiety conversation. I also have a huge history of like, I won't say mental illness, but like mental issues where mm. like I've had to become very aware of how my brain works. I gotcha. Like yeah. Where, where things start like getting weird and For slippery sure. or whatever. Yeah. And so I was explaining to this person, like, it's like a pizza. Like I know that I'm allergic to shellfish. So if I put a bunch of shrimps on this pizza, I'm probably not going to have a great day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. if I invite a bunch of whatever anxiety some shrimps. creating shrimps into my life i'm be yeah probably gonna be swole up for yeah a minute and not healthy boundaries man healthy healthy boundaries i like i love talking boundaries uh because boundaries aren't bad things they're not bad words they're yeah. actually like protective things that you can do and so like even with friends and you know i got certain friends that that add a certain value in a certain place in my life mm-hmm. but then maybe they don't touch another area of my life because oh, yeah, yeah. it may I be a hot mess in theirs sure um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like having a, it, yeah, it's like having different, it's just like a pizza. Yeah. You have different you toppings go. for different days. Like some, some afternoons you want some pineapple and yeah. some ham. Uh, some did you, did you pick pineapple specifically for this analogy? Cause, cause I'm of the Polynesian. No, but I mean, it works. It does. It's, it's my favorite. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, dude. Good call as well. Pineapple lit. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, if I was picking apart. <laughs> yeah, your, yeah, yeah. If I was picking apart your uh, lineage, I'd just say something <laughs> about spam and Hawaiian rolls. Look, spam and eggs, man. Yeah. Or what is it? Spam and rice and seaweed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's lit. So, yeah. I don't mess with Some palasami. Yeah. Corned beef and cabbage. Dude, corned beef's lit. Yeah. Corned beef hash is really good. My mom has to cook for you. That's what we need to set up. Let's get it. Yeah, she she can get down. I'll block off an afternoon. Yeah, well. man, we'll do I'll it. Get down with it. It'd be good. Um, yeah. So it's just like a pizza. Yeah. You've got to know like what you want to experience yeah. that day, and you've got to kind of call yeah. some things out. Or and it's okay if one day you don't want pineapple and ham. Yeah, dude, get that pepperoni. With you know bacon. what I'm saying? Yeah, the Cajun crust, dude. If you want to live, like, all right, top three pizzas go. In this area. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, like specific pizza from the place. So, so on a pizza side of things, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty basic pizza guy with like literally pepperoni and mm-hmm. bacon. Um, I think people sleep on Marco's and they don't need to. I had that for lunch. Because Marco's is pretty legit. Dude, it's, uh, dude, we ordered it last night. That's why I had yeah. it for lunch today. Marco's is good. Um, hmm. Do that pepperoni, uh, magnific, yeah. whatever. Yep. With the tiny ones and the big ones. Yep. There, get yeah. That. And, uh, man, I have had nothing but pleasant experiences at Richie B's too. Dude, Richie's is a yep. jam. I'm, I'm going to have to put that one on the top rank for me. Yeah. But the problem with Richie's is I don't know if I want the cheesesteak. Oh, that's yeah. Or the pizza. That's, that's where I start. Yeah. Yeah. So the way to do it, and I found this out from a friend of mine, is like if we went together, yeah, I would we'll order two slices of pepperoni. You order the cheesesteak. Half my sandwich. There we go. One hundred percent. Um, and that viper sauce. And then uh, let's see, man. Richie B's a character, man. I love that dude. Yeah, it's good, dude. Yeah, fun. Go check fun, him out. Fun, You're in the Dothan area. Stores. Hit up Richie B's pizza for, for real. Sure. And uh, golly, top three. 
I mean, there's so many beyond that, dude. It's and easy, man. And I don't so even easy. know who listens to your your podcast. I ain't trying to, dude. Ruffle I'm, feathers. Listen, man. They just need to step their pizza game up. Well, you know well, what I mean. Like, yeah, we've got yeah. KT's downtown is really good. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. KT's good. That fire Firestone joint's pretty good. Firestone's good. Uh, but delivery, like just regular like yeah. delivery stuff, I go. I lean Howie's. Heavy. Yeah, Howie's is good. Howie's pepperoni bacon with Cajun crust mm. and sesame seeds. And then I'm feeling it. So what you do is this is so ridiculous. Uh, you order it and get them to not cut it. So you get it not cut. Yeah, don't cut it. Do you fold this thing up together? No, no. Okay. You let it cool down completely. Uh, okay. To room temperature. Then you crank your oven up to like 400 degrees. Yeah. Throw it in there for 10 minutes. And it'll take all that like floppy flop out of the crust yeah. and it crisps up the bottom of the crust. So it's like huh. almost like a thin crust, but like you still, yeah. it's probably like a good eighth inch to, I don't know, mm. maybe a quarter. Why, why is my mouth watering? Dude, I'm telling you, this is this is how you hook yeah. it up with pizza. And, but see now, I, I got But I, I also, like that dude, Neil, that does yeah. some ridiculous artwork, he was a manager of Howie's in Montgomery when we lived together. I got and you. So, well, you it's, had it's been some years. We you had the behind the scenes Howies. Yeah, we go in there like I would make, I would make a yeah. mess and then <laughs> just take out home. But no, and I did like on the local side of things too, man. Just because uh, he's he's been here for a hot minute and and I and I really enjoy uh, Ozzy and his Dude, dad Dante's man. Dante's bro. Like yeah. I mean, it is a staple. Raphael, man. Raphael, uh, not just a good pizza, but a good conversation too. Yeah, dude. Like, that was so, one of my first jobs in yeah. the mall. Like. I, had, I cut my hair off. I had like shoulder length black hair because skateboards and whatever. Like, yeah. And uh, they're like, yeah, dude. Like I've worked with all skate kids too. So it was like, we knew it was going to be cool. like the worst service. Yeah. There's just a bunch of dudes that were like, <laughs> where are we going after this? Like, More just chomping yeah. at the bit to get off work and go <laughs> hang out with each other instead of like yeah. trying to do their job. Yeah. It is fun though. Like, but those are good pizzas. Oh yeah, dude. That good, dude, good oh pizzas. My God. The, the pie one. They do yes. they, the full, yeah, almost like called. that that like double stuffed in the middle kind of. Yeah, like it's the full crust. Like, yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah. So good. But then lovers. their calzones are good too. Calzones are lit. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. So, um, and yeah, Dante. We could probably talk another hour on food now that we got on that. Yeah, dude. About wings. Where you go for? No, we can skip wings. <laughs> I could talk for days about wings yeah. too. Yeah. You got to get that crispiness. All right, mm. top three wing places in town. Oh, uh, I mean, I eat the most wings. Well, I, I I like going to Mia's and ordering wings there. What? Yes, because I've never been there for wings. Yeah, man, Mia's um, Italian for wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got chickens in Italy. Just like tiny flappers. <laughs> Probably. They cooking little, up wings. Over did there? you see the guy? Was it in Was Was it? Is it in Wisconsin? That's trying to, he, he went viral. There's a lot going on in Wisconsin well, right now. <laughs> if it's not Wisconsin, it, it may be Nebraska or something. Okay. But like he's going viral at the city council because he's he's making a move to change the name of Boneless Wings. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did see that. Is it Nebraska? I think it's Nebraska. Yeah, it's, Lincoln, um, Nebraska. That's where it is. Yeah. To like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To like saucy not, nugs. Yeah, because they're not wings. Yeah. And they're he was like, like we're, we're raising our kids in a world that are afraid of meat on a bone mm-hmm. when that's where it comes from. Dude, my wife, she won't like... Yeah, chicken thighs she'll get down with, but like yeah, yeah. But I do, I do like getting wings at Mia's. 
Um, they take great care of me there too. Uh, now Beef O'Brady's, the blackened wings there. It's like a dry rub. Beef O'Brady is a, yeah. definitely on my list. Yep. Because they'll do like, you can be like, I want this wing yeah. medium well. Yep. And yeah. they'll crisp that thing to death. Yeah. Don't order them rare because they don't like doing that. Yeah. Rare wings is not what you want. <laughs> if, you want if you want to continue your day. Yeah, no. It's over it's, for you. You're out for, for a bad day. And then, I mean, golly, where else do you have? You have... Uh, well, now back in the day, so dude, when I, Zaxby's, Zaxby's, if is you like, if yeah. you use a quick drive-through wing, dude, checkers. Now, are you a bone-in wing guy or are you boneless? Uh, depends what I have going on. After. I got you. So, like, if it's this, yeah. and I'm if I'm wearing sweatpants, we're going all you're, in. You're going all in. Yeah, but if it's yeah. like if I have a collared shirt on, you're going, and it's white, you're going yeah, we're eating with a fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have all this facial hair is like asking for trouble. So I'm a flats only. Really wing eater split it one hand and just so there's a way there's a technique that that uh that was taught to me as a as a young lad <laughs> i can uh with a flat i'll grab one end of it and i'll just pick it clean yeah so oh yeah that's easy enough. so usually i'll i'll order flats only that's probably gonna make a noise What's that? oh is that what that is yeah it's me i thought it was my phone there you go that's all right um but yeah flats only yeah i'm um, Whatever you can get. Me. Now, back in the day, uh, things so, and wings, though, dude. Things, yeah, I things and wings things is good too. too. Miss Boomers was good. Oh, Boomers, um, was Boomers, good. yeah. Their burgers were off the. Charts. They had this like honey lime wing. Hmm. I need. Yeah. Damn. See, you said we weren't going to talk about wings, and then we go to wings. Yeah. What else do you want to not talk about? So. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. It, Yes. Let's talk about what you why okay. we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than just being homies and liking uh, homies. food and shoes and like yes. whatever. Um, you making some waves downtown? You got some? Uh, you've been dumping some money here and there downtown, trying to f- clean not clean up the spot, but like yeah, 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 just yeah. investing in downtown and yeah, love downtown. Yeah, yeah. Um, let everybody know what it is you do in the world downtown. Yeah. So, um, where I, are you from? Where am I from? Well, business-wise. You know? Business-wise. Yeah, no. So um, I actually get to pastor um, at Church of the Crossing. So mm-hmm. um, I transitioned in as a lead pastor in 2017 and um, love our church. More than that, I probably love the heart of people in our church. Yeah, your congregation's um, solid. Yeah. So uh, it's an incredible honor to just be connected to such a cool group of people mm-hmm. um, that have a common goal in mind, um, which is kind of it's stated in our, in our vision statement, which is super simple. We exist to participate in moments of grace. Mm-hmm. So the concept of grace, super quick. Um, grace is messier than uh, polite manners. Sometimes that means you get in the middle of someone's mess. And so our church has kind of been a place for the broken people to belong. Yeah. Um, and to just discover something deeper in our life together. And so pastoring has been super cool. I'm a PK. I grew up in a, in a preacher's home. Yeah. Uh, if you'd asked me, at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Nobody's, nobody's joined yeah. the family biz at that yeah, age. Yeah, not not doing that, but really just uh just just felt called to be part of of something bigger than myself. Um and for me, it's it's my faith, man. It's it's the backdrop of my life. Mm-hmm. But um I still don't lose the authenticity of of who I am. Like you're yeah. not you're not and you you know this about me. You're not going to get a different dude on Sunday that that you don't see on Monday. Yeah. And so uh we moved downtown. We, we were on the outskirts and then downtown just kind of uh, opened up. Where was the original TV road? So it was on TV road. Yeah. Yeah. Was which that the old kitty college. So to no, a, kitty college, was kitty college that. is on the corner, Yeah, but it was the, if I'm not mistaken, it was the original, like, like TV station. 
oh, building. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, we were back there and then uh, just honestly had some growth going on and we're like, man, what's next? I was downtown. Um, I had uh, wrote a sermon series called uh, My City, My Problem. Mm-hmm. And it was just the whole concept that if we love our city, we're going to take on its problems. 100%. And felt like uh, just I was downtown and God was kind of like, hey, John, your problem is that you're not at the heart of your city. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I really kind of like took that to heart. I looked over at a red light and realized there was a building that was up for sale. And so we, we transitioned downtown because I felt like... Um, Quite honestly, and I'm not throwing shade at other churches, so I'll do that. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> it's no big deal. I got you covered. Okay, well, I just uh, I feel like, and it was more, more an internal kind of searching um, that we could get comfortable in the suburbs and never really address what the heart of our city needs. Yeah, it's funny because yeah. like I go out of town to yeah. get away from the hustle and bustle of things, which is why a <laughs> lot of people. So it's. There's a lot of a uh, there's a lot of advantages to living outside of a metropolitan area, which mm-hmm. I feel like even if you lived next door to the courthouse, you would still live outside of a metropolitan area yeah. in Dothan. Um, but getting outside of the city, you start everything opens up. Like there's more yeah. space to do all these activities. Yeah, you can for sure. Like traffic is obviously less crazy. Yeah. Like there's less noise. There's less light pollution at night. Um, because you have less people, there's less yeah. opportunity for accidents or things to go wrong yeah. or crime or whatever. Yeah. And there's huge benefits. But if you start making a mass exodus, yeah. if all the responsible people in the world for sure go to one place and all the irresponsible people <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't there, then the irresponsible yeah. place is going to be completely bananas yeah. after a few years. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. So like with downtown Dothan and I'm not from here, I moved here in like 2008 or nine mm-hmm. from where? Um, so I lived in Virginia beach oh, before right. here. Yeah. Little Va beach. VB. Yeah, man. Mount Trashmore. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. The best thing that's ever been done with a landfill. Right. Skate park. Yes. An incredible, like, that's so cool. Is that, yeah, I remember you, you were like, man, you know Mount Trashmore? Yeah. I was like, bro. Yeah, Jimmy yes. Chicken Shack. Yeah. All those dudes. For sure, I man. I about that VA life. Yes, sir. But, My uh, sister lives in Richmond. Okay. Shout yeah, out yeah, Lindsay yeah. April. Yeah, a little Richmond. But no, with that, like, what I noticed here was that you can be standing in the middle of downtown and be separated by a few streets from some of the more uh, poverty-stricken areas mm-hmm. and some of the more prominent areas. Yeah from the garden district yeah. to the other side of the tracks. Yeah. And, I lived, uh, uh, I lived yeah. on the corner of Foster street and Lafayette street, which if you don't, mm. if you're not from the area, it's, you're not going to, you're not going to go down there looking for homes for sure. Yeah. Um, it's not right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. Yeah. The do the architecture from that time span. It's gorgeous. Like it's yeah. semi Victorian, like antebellum looking vibes yeah. a lot for sure. But because they weren't, I mean, they just, I don't um, know what happened. I didn't live here. Yeah. Down. Like, yeah, I moved here and Southside elementary was struggling. Hmm. Like, and it was, I mean, now it's the cultural arts center. Yeah. Like, they just decommissioned the yeah. school eventually. And see, like, so to see that and then to be a pastor that believes that quite honestly, that the local church mobilized is, is the hope of the world. Yeah. And if we're, not a place that people can actually gather from whatever side of the tracks you're mm-hmm. from, then I feel like we're just building more country clubs and I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's weird with 
bigger congregations, um, hopefully, I know, obviously I don't know anything about the, uh, church business model necessarily hmm. other than like, I need to get on that because that tax situation you guys are in <laughs> sounds lit. Um, well, I will say this on the tax situation side of things. Oh, it cuts both ways. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, the big thing too, and like in the history of church with 501c3 nonprofit status, um, it's actually when it's in, used the way it is intended to be used. Let's say mm-hmm. that. Cause not everyone gets that, that that's in it for the right reasons. Yeah. But, um, it really is a parameter put in place to where anyone that is uh, part of contributions to your, to your church, mm-hmm. if there were ever a lawsuit against the church um, under the 503, uh, 501c3 status, like, like the investors, quote unquote, or the tithers yeah. or the ones giving money that, that they, their assets cannot be uh, like, oh, no really? one can come after that. That's cool. So, so it's an entity, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, that you can give to, but uh, at the same time, I think that you preparing ourselves on a tax side of things to where if we don't have that status, we'll live, man. We'll oh, yeah, be fine. Yeah. But that is, yeah, that but was yeah, funny. So with more congregation folks, yeah. more, more stinky butts in those pews. <laughs> also, we need, if I need to get in there and just rename a bunch of stuff. Cause like yeah. pews, that doesn't sound like anything I'm trying to sit in. Uh, it was really funny that you said stinky butts and pews. Stinky butts and pews. Oh, that's yeah. purposefully done. That was good. Um, pu. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, the more people, like, hopefully, yeah. the more tithing is going on, and yeah. with that money, like, you obviously reinvest. And yeah, for sure. Keep everything going. Like, obviously, yeah. You, yeah. That's not just like the church has bills. It's yeah. not just piling up and yeah. some vault somewhere. Yeah. Um, or at least it shouldn't be. Hundred percent. If you're in it for yeah. 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 But there's some places that turn that into, mm-hmm. um, they use it and somewhat, I don't know, like, I guess yeah. it just depends on the individual, like how they view it. But some of it seems like marketing, which is rad Yeah. because that's what, I mean, that's really, that's what everybody's doing. Like whether it's a yeah. religion or it's a, like a yoga studio or yeah. like CrossFit or whatever like, it is, whatever South beach yeah. diet, it's all marketing to an extent. Um, the intent behind it varies, whatever. For sure. Like, yeah. It's all like, yeah, let's get your attention and focus it on this. Yeah. Um, a lot of times what I've seen happen is it turns into so much of an event mm-hmm. that the message gets lost. Yeah. And I feel like with what you guys do and I haven't, so I haven't been to a service in the church Yes, that you've done. Um, I showed up randomly to get, I didn't realize I was going to get roasted or I would probably just stayed in the truck, uh, showed up to one of your uh, socially distanced, uh, yeah, Sunday, on the Sunday lawn. Rangers on the lawn and it was great. Like yeah. the production of everything was well yeah. done. Like everything was handled well, like transitions between music time and talking yeah. time. And cause that's how I refer to like, for sure. What, yeah. Like everything's just yeah. kid terminology for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. you do it that way. You guys seem to do it in a way that doesn't have that super church vibe. I'm with you. But yeah. visually and like aesthetically, yeah. it sort of fits that mold. Like, yeah. is that something you guys do purposefully to make it fit? Like, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like your branding and yeah. your vibe f- from advertising to like how your sermons go down. Yeah. It's all very consistent. Yeah. And, and, and I think the common thread in that DNA is like, 
So it's it's the purpose behind the package, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm very simple too. Like I can't overthink strategies. Yeah. And, and I'll say this: the church, the way I look at it, um, and this is my point of view, is that uh, the church is not a business, but it has business. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to you've got to look at some parameters in place and have some people in place that can help on that end. Yeah. But for us, the intent would be uh, to provide a space and an opportunity that wouldn't make you feel like you can't touch something there. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you go to a museum, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, can I, like, is like this okay? Cleanly. Yeah, I, I think there's something imperfectly beautiful about facilities and stuff that isn't like pristine, mm-hmm. like architectural, like... Yeah, so uh, have you been... Yeah. Have you been to the Jewish synagogue here? I have not. So Neil, which Schwartz, I need to go. Yeah, Cantor Neil. Yeah, is the jam. I don't huh. know if you met that dude. Mm-mm. He, uh, because I'm a essentially like 37 year old child. Huh. Um, I was I was doing some work with a friend of mine on just photographing some bar mitzvah yeah. stuff, and I don't have any tact really, and so I just started asking <laughs> questions. Like I was like, "Oh, that's the Torah." All right, I see how that works. How do you find anything? Like you can't say turn to page whatever because it's too big. Like <laughs> yeah. it's a giant scroll. Yeah, and they like explain how that worked and like um, how basically whatever. And then yeah. Cantor Neil was like, "Here's my card. If you have any questions about anything ever, let me know." And like that's cool. Being able to so I say that being in that room, yeah, because of. And it's not the sanctity of the Torah necessarily, yeah. but it is. I'm with you. Obviously for them. Yeah. Like to me, like if, so if I wasn't a Christian mm-hmm. or if I weren't, if I wasn't Hindu, if I wasn't Jewish or yeah. Muslim, whatever, like whatever that, that book of knowledge is. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if, for if sure. you're not, like, yeah, it's like, a bag of golf clubs behind you is a bag of golf clubs, but if you don't golf, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's just, there. Yeah. Like, it's just whatever. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So if you're not using it, it's just like an old, yeah. thing, whatever. Um, hmm. and so the, like the way, the way they have everything presented, because like you can't touch things with yeah. your hands. You can't, there's a lot of things yeah. you can and can't do. Um, yeah. And it's very old school church mm-hmm. because it's a very, very old, old, old version. Like they don't have the NIV of, yeah, there's nothing after Old Testament. Yeah. So yeah, all their languages is crazy. I say crazy. <laughs> all their languages is a lot different than what yeah. we're used to. Or like, it's like King James on steroids type <laughs> speak. I would have to imagine. Yeah. But it's also I can't read it because it's yeah. all glyphs yeah. and like Hebrew, mm-hmm. and I'm not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't decipher that stuff. Yeah. But the difference is like, some people need that old school structuring of for church. sure. Yeah. And even if it's just like, even if it's not that different of a worshiping setting, like if it was the yeah. Episcopal church, like we'll take yeah. my buddy Peter over mm-hmm. to the Episcopal church. He, dude, their services are as old school. Like yeah. they come in swinging smoke. They come in yeah. there with the Bible over their head. Like, yeah, it's almost, it's kind of like the beginning of a quest for the Holy Grail where they're like, bring out today. <laughs> and there's like, you worked a Monty Python deal in here. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's just where my, my brain just wanders yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. But it's like that. Like it's yeah. that old school, like yeah. very 
almost not prehistoric, but like kind of like almost middle aged vibe church. I'm with you, and which yeah. I love. Like I love sure. that experience just because yeah. it's not yeah. what you get every day. That's well, yeah, and I think I to- maybe I told you this. I'm sure you have heard this. So people that go to our church or people that have been around me, they know that we refer to ourselves as mint chocolate chip. Yeah. And so the whole concept of that was I was driving on the circle one day, passing Baskin Robbins mm-hmm. and I'm a simple analogy guy, kind of like yourself. Yeah. So I was like, if Jesus is like Baskin Robbins, then there's 31 flavors offered up on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm not talented enough to offer 31 scoops. Yeah. So we, we call ourselves mint chocolate chip. And, and if we're your flavor, awesome. It doesn't mean that there's another flavor that's like, like bad or, sure. you know, so when the core essentials are in place, like we actually give people a menu, if you will, mm-hmm. that come and visit our church that gives them 10 other churches that may yeah. offer a different worship experience than what you would get in our setting. And it's finding um, what that is yeah. that you're after or mm-hmm. what, what, not even that you're after. Yeah. It's like for sure. when you find it. You yeah. Find it. And, and like I tell people, there's, there's, there's one of two ways that I can pastor people. I can pastor you in our church mm-hmm. or I can help pastor you to another church. Sure. And I'm okay, truly, with either or. So um, that's, I mean, that goes back to your character, though. Because <laughs> a lot of people, they want that win. Yeah. But they don't want. So yeah. it's not a win if somebody else gets that. Yeah. It's weird. So I'm with you. How does that yeah. work? Do you guys have reviews at the end of the year as a pastor? And you're like, all right, how many folks do you get saved? And there's like yeah, a, a so, grand pastor that's like <laughs> counting, um, like just going through all your souls. I, I guess got. if you're going through like a, like a competitive lean or whatever, but for you guys us, put bets on it, like, all right, we got this Easter service <laughs> no. coming up. We're going to get some tear jerkers out here. We're going to no, have everybody down. Um, the only number that we celebrate is salvations. Yeah. And so that's just a point of celebration. And so our goal in ministry, at least Church of the Crossing, mm-hmm. is to see people take one step further in their relationship with God. Sure. And so um, we never publicize how many people come to our church. Oh, yeah. What we do publicize, and I'm sure you've seen it, because I know when you start looking into things, you'll go on the Instagrams, this, that, and the other. The, I'm, a, I'm a researcher. <laughs> the only number you'll ever see celebrated publicly on our page is salvation. Sure. And so it's, it's coming to the saving knowledge of Christ and moving forward with that. And so we just really kind of are set up to help people take next steps and mm-hmm. deepen their faith. And um, so as far as end of the year reviews, I think for us, it's like sitting back and saying, did, did we do, did we do what, what one we set out to yeah, do? Yeah, was our mission accomplished. Yeah. And, um, and to again, any degree. Yeah. And our mission statement, I mean, if you're being honest, it, 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 it doesn't leave a lot of room for no's. Yeah. Cause it's, we exist to participate in moments of grace. Like mm-hmm. we put ourselves in the position to help people navigate their life yeah. and we don't shy away from the gospel, but we also find this common ground that like Jesus really, he gives us this picture of what relationships look like because religion, honestly, if you're asking me as a pastor, religion has done nothing more than start wars and kill people. Sure. A relationship in my opinion with Jesus has changed everything. And so I'm not really the most religious guy. Yeah, you just have a relationship. But I'm absolutely in a relationship. And was, um, so I grew up, like, a lot of people yeah. don't realize this mm-hmm. because I don't talk about it a lot. I grew up in the Methodist church to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I would leave the house. Like, I just needed an excuse to get out of the house back yeah. in the day. So, like, I'd go to church all the time uh, with my homies from across the street. And then that just turned into, like, a yeah. habitual thing. Like, we're just going to go even if they're not. I'll just get mom to drop me off or yeah. like, figure it out. And that turned into, dude, I was there for years. Like I met hmm. the best man of my wedding was there. Yeah. Like 
Dude, all, yeah, so many people yeah. that I'm still really close with today, like, came out of relationships that were built at that church. Yeah. Um, and people don't understand a lot of times that even though you may be in this particular season of your life or whatever and be yeah. surrounded by these people, like, if you're, if your character is solid, yeah. you can reach out to any of these people at any time. For sure. And be like, hey, how's it going? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. I ran into uh, one of my old Sunday school teachers before. So I'll go back into my theology craziness later. <laughs> but um, I ran into my old Sunday school teacher uh, at Health Actions getting some PT done. I won't say her name because of mm-hmm. HIPAA. But um, <laughs> she obviously doesn't have any idea who I am because, like, huh. I'm... 25 years older than I was when I was in her class with a rad beard with a beard and like, yeah, yeah. just pink pants. That's not that different. Honestly, That's salmon. Like, nah, dude. Like I, Are when, you? when I was a kid, like I had some straight mm. up, like Pepto-Bismol pants. They're tight. Um, but I would wear that. Like that was probably the only tell that I had was like, wild gear that mm-hmm. was like, Oh wait, that's Justin. <laughs> so I said, Hey to her. And she didn't recognize me. And I like, explained to her who I was and she immediately lit up and was like, Oh my God, how are you doing? Like I follow you on yeah. social media, blah, blah, blah. Like how's the local doing? And you don't realize how many people you have either praying for you or fighting yeah, for you for or sure. like just in your corner. Yeah. Just based off of X amount of years hmm. being affiliated with one thing. Yeah. Um, which is why those relationships are yeah. so invaluable yeah. when it comes to like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, you can appreciate nature. You can appreciate music. You can yeah. appreciate food, shoes, whatever it yeah. is. But if you're not appreciating people, yeah. then you're not going to be able to accomplish no. nearly as much as you yeah. could if you had a team. No, for sure. And I mean, honestly, like that's from, you know, and I don't know everyone's faith background or their, their lean, mm-hmm. but for me, it's always going to be my backdrop, my, my relationship with Jesus. And so, what you just said even is, is, is scriptural to the sense that God has always called us to be a people. Yeah. He didn't call us to be a person. Mm -hmm. And so even in Exodus, if you were to read like the four promises from God to the children of Israel, one of the things he says is that I would be your God and you'll be my people. Mm -hmm. And so he does, he calls us into relationship. In fact, in creation, he says the one thing that wasn't good was for man to be alone. And we, we chalk that up to marriage and only marriage. But the reality is, is that it's a call to community, to, to people. And so when you're isolated on your own, I mean, um, I don't, I think you would agree with me in this. I mean, I can say for me alone in my own thoughts is a scary place to be. Oh, I'm, I'm just yeah. the darkest dude. Like, and so I've always like growing up, like I don't have really any weird, I don't have any problem talking about my past, but yeah. I, like, I'm not going to record it just because yeah, like, for it's sure. kind of disrespectful to yeah, I'm with you, a couple dude. people. Yeah. But like, depression was very much yeah. a huge part of that. Yeah. And like you give me, if I, if I come off all the meds, I say all the meds, like I'm just yeah. like eating, like I'm 90, like I'm <laughs> got my grandmother's little like pill. Yeah. The whole Monday thing. through Saturday yeah. or Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Hers are like full size Tupperware. It's amazing. Straight up tackle box. Yeah. It's crazy. She, um, anyway, I'll get back. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like if I, if I jumped off of like the two things that I'm on now, yeah, I'm just like chilled for a while. Dude, I would yeah, I would be at my wits end in like yeah. maybe a month. Yeah. Um when I was going through all the uh ups and downs mm-hmm. of Percocet and like not seeing anybody cuz my wife yeah. worked for the first month wow. that I was in bed. And so I'd yeah. wake up and have like a sandwich waiting for me for lunch yeah. and like 
hope that I didn't need to do anything between then and when my wife got home. Yeah. And just being that helpless yeah. for somebody that's as active as I am. It's a rough place, dude, man. You get, yeah. Once you sit yeah. in the same room yep. and you watch the same fan blades spin mm. around for the same, like just yeah. days are blowing off the calendar. Yeah. And you're like, do you just want to go outside? <laughs> I just, dude, I want to see the sun yeah. one more time. But yeah. yeah, like I was at my wits end like four or five times. Yeah. Had to call and like, hey, dudes, like this is getting gnarly. You can. Yeah. I need to talk to somebody for a little bit. Or, and I don't, I don't know if I told you this on, on mine. I think that's another common thread that we have is like, um, the truth is we've been through some stuff. Yeah. And uh, so it was actually, it was June 29th of 2019. The reason I remember the date is because it was uh, Jake and Jordan's wedding weekend. Yeah. And uh, oh man, I'm trying. I'm gonna keep it together. I'm not gonna get too emotional. Oh, you're good. But make uh, fun of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with it too. People that know me know I'm. I'm very in tune with my emotions. My eyeballs are leaky most of the time. But now, Jordan is like she's like a daughter Mm -hmm. to me and my wife. Yeah. And we've walked through some of the darkest seasons of her life, and so on her happiest day, I was honestly, man, I was a jerk. Like I didn't want anything to do with the day, and yeah. I, I was marrying her. I was mm-hmm. like, I was doing the, I was doing the ceremony, and um, you know, I was, I was the dad figure, so I was doing the first dance, and yeah. like leading into that weekend, man, like no one could convince me that like it was going to be a good weekend. My wife was like, yeah, edgy. I get it. Jordan knew what was up. Um, poo. And then uh, the day of her wedding. Cause even at the rehearsal, like I was, I was yeah, just, just like straight up. It. Yeah. Um, like let's not, let, yeah. can we hurry this up? I want to go to the house. So I went home. We actually didn't even stay for dinner. Like I was that whatever. So Saturday morning, like, yeah, I don't know. I just reluctantly put on clothes and then I, uh, I saw her getting ready. Dude. Yeah. And bro, like switch. I broke. Yeah. And I was like, who am I to be like, so whatever in my own feelings that, I would miss the most important day and someone as close as Jordan is to me. Yeah. Like my motivator, yeah. like a lot of my motivator to get myself out of like weird stuff is like, yeah. And I've said this a million times. I don't have much regard for my own safety or mm. like my own whatever, because of yeah. like depression or like just how I've lived yeah. for like, that's just me yeah. now. Like I'll jump in front of a bus for somebody. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. You'll like, jump off a float to yeah. grab something out of the yeah, some, to save street some cables. Like it doesn't, whatever like at the cost whatever of your- get, yeah whatever gets the job done like i'm doing it yeah. and that's the thing is like i yeah. i do things more for other people yeah like i love seeing it like i it's one of those things like yeah. i've set up movie projectors and parks before hmm. and not watched the movie like set it wow. up yeah set up the sound completely for someone else and then just walk yeah just yeah. watch somebody else enjoy yeah. it. yeah and that yeah that goes back to like for me what the local does and what you guys are yeah, doing downtown, for sure. like being what's happening yeah. or like just the idea of quality of life is yeah, what you make it. Yeah. And yeah. if, even though like if I'm having a trash day because hmm. whatever happened, if I know that like just yeah. by doing whatever is going to help somebody else. Yeah. Let's get it. Like I've, yeah. my calling isn't to be a newspaper publisher or like, to be a podcaster or whatever like yeah my life's mission is to take people who know what their goals are for sure are close really close to getting there and me seeing like 
maybe something a little bit further than what they thought they could do. Yeah. And just giving them the push and like saying, look, like, there. this can be huge. Yeah. And, and so, like exactly what you're saying, like it did, it led me to a place to be like, you know, um, enjoyed the wedding, actually got to church. So that was on a Saturday and Sunday at church. Um, was kind of doing the worship set list that I was like, yeah, just doing my thing, man, yeah. worshiping. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I felt like, so I was singing a song and, um, I don't want to bore you with details, but it really does kind of crystallize like, and it puts, put some parameters around yeah, that dark space. So, so we were singing a song and in the song, one of the lyrics is this is how I fight my battles. Oh, right? So it wasn't light the fire. No. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how you get that. Did you go Bon Jovi? No. That's oh, that's, we didn't start camp. the fire. Okay. No. Yeah. You're going to old church. Oh, that's camp. Billy. Uh, Billy. Uh, what's his face? I was going to say idol, but it's Joel, isn't yeah, it? It's Billy Joel. Yeah. But anyway, so, so I was singing that song and I, and really just felt God like had, had spoken that moment. And he was like, Hey, quit singing. Cause it's not true. And he was like, you gave up fighting. Yeah. And he was like, in fact, your wife is fighting for you. And you want to talk about like a, 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 a check. Sure. So I looked over at Brandy and I was like, Hey, um, what I experienced yesterday wasn't just for me. I got to go public with this. So as a pastor of a church and I could show you the YouTube video, yeah. I just, I called an audible. I got on stage and I was like, Hey, like I've been so depressed and, and privately walking through this and trying to help other people. And then long story short, I was just like, I'm ready for like, uh, depression just to like go back to hell where it came from. So yeah, it's <laughs> depression is one of those things that turns me into a puppet. Hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that I describe that the best is yeah. like, you're physically there, mm -hmm. but you're not, yeah. you're just like asleep at the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. You're not paying attention to nothing. Yeah. Your heart's not in it. You don't care about yeah. anything that's going on in yeah. the room. Now you may love every one of those individuals in that room more yeah. than anything. But yeah. you can't get out of this yeah. like haze or fog or whatever. For sure. Of like just being bummed on whatever yep. the situation is, whether it's like, I mean, yeah, everybody's got something going for on. sure. And, and for me, it was like in that season, I didn't recognize it as depression because things were good. Church was growing. Oh, yeah. You know, people are around. But at the end of the day, going public with it, I realized that I could help other people walk through it. Got into counseling. I'm an advocate for counseling and mental mm -hmm. health. Um, yeah, you know, got on medication. And so I just, I'm convinced that God has the ability to heal instantaneously, progressively through medicine and doctors and sure. counseling or, um, the last, and I would even say the, the third and final would be like eternally, like God can, can take the pain and suffering and, yeah. and, and, and it's Absorb not the one I pray for. I don't pray for eternal healing. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm praying for someone who's sick or broken. I like, I want to see instant, sure, but progressive is part of it too. So jumping on that journey, man, like it did, it, it completely changed my life. Yeah. And, uh, the Bible tells us, uh, I think really, and I'm not really not trying to go preachy mode cause I know I'm still a pastor, but okay. I'll send you, you know, home. Okay. But on Remember, that, Remember, this is a very, <laughs> yes. like, this yeah, is a, a very sure. hippie, uh, newspaper well, yeah. situation. <laughs> but with that, um, I mean, in James four, it talks about going to God for forgiveness and going to people for healing. Hmm. And so that second part of going to people for healing, man, was like, yeah, counselors, I'm in. Sure. I'll be uh, honest with you. Yeah. Like if I had a gash in my shin mm. and I needed stitches, I'm yeah. not going to pray about it. Yeah. I'm going to go find a doctor. Yeah. I mean, so, I'll probably pray about it a little bit. Like, hey, yeah. man, you want to get me through hey, this? Hey, like but, take some pain away. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not going <laughs> to like ask two giant yeah. pairs of hands to come down here and stitch, stitch you together. Yeah, no, nah, dude. When you got the guy down the road that could do it for you. Not only that, so, imagine those yeah. hands. What what happens <laughs> if he like accidentally clamps a little too hard and just shatters Straight your Straight Thanos is your yeah. Achilles. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, 
but um, anyways, that that, that of, was just kind of the upward. Like from there, it was just like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna live life, man. Depression's lit, man. It'll, yeah, it'll learn you some stuff. Yeah, I um, I went through it. Like my dad had a stroke a couple years ago, and that yeah. that was like the tipping point. Hmm. And then like, I remember like actively, I was in leadership dozen. There's like I have the oh yeah certificate thing on the wall. I was at a it was Southeast Alabama. Alabama Medical Center and we were going through like the stroke ward hmm. and it was like February or like January. So it had just happened. Wow. And I couldn't do it. Like yeah. I was just like too such much. a mess. Yeah. Like, we we're eating ice cream, like in this little, yeah. whatever, like there's some ice cream social, like we were 11 mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't deserve any of it. I don't want any of that. Yeah. Like this isn't for me. Yeah. And like, that's, that's how it starts. And then you just slow, like for me, like for sure, it's easy for me to be, in solitude anyway, because I work very well by myself. Yeah. But I also don't cut myself any slack. Yeah. Like if I can do this much then I can do 10% more Yeah. every time. Hmm. And that's like not a sustainable way to look at things. And it was like me hitting that wall or that rock bottom or that whatever and realizing like, Oh, you're giving yourself performance reviews and you're treating yourself like a dog. Hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's why you're not, feeling fulfilled in your work because you don't give yourself time to enjoy what you've done Yeah, because you're so busy moving on to the next thing because you think that people need to be impressed or you have like the productivity that I put out is some way attached Mm. to like my actual value. Yeah. And like, once you start, once I got out of that mentality of like beating myself into the ground for people that don't see me beating myself into the ground. Yeah. I heard someone say, uh, it it was the the concept that, uh, he wasn't willing to, uh, he wasn't going to live his whole life for people that would forget his name in 15 minutes. That's it. That he was going to live for those that when he dies, they would be burying him with his last name. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like those that, cause let's be honest, man, like the pace of life we live technology as fast as it advances. Yeah. We may think that we may be a big deal in the season we're in 15 minutes. People forget who we are. hundred percent. That's and, one of the things yeah. I had to realize too, is like, so don't not, give your life for them. <laughs> not everybody, like nobody knows everything you're going through for yeah. sure. But the other thing is like, nobody's paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. one thing that I think it was Chris rock in some stand up thing he did a few years ago. He said, one of the first things he tells his kids on their first day of school is once you leave this house, nobody gives a shit about anything Mm. about you. The only people in the entire world that care about you live in this house in this house. Yeah. And sometimes that can fluctuate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Make sure you go out there. You're safe. Yeah. Find people that are going to perpetuate that safety. Yeah. And that's, I didn't, I never did that as a kid. Like I was just like, I'm just going to go out and get crazy and, and then Run so, wild. yeah. And then like, I mean, take that, like, cause I really do think that the, the concept of knocking us off of our purpose or off of the course of life that's intended for us to live, um, you're left kind of stranded. And so even in a home situation, if the home yeah. is in a safe place or yeah. better yet, let's go to the church. If a church becomes a place that's not safe, but it's a place that's hurting people. Yeah. Then like. Like, what's that going to do? Yeah. 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 Like, man, where did we lose, mm-hmm. lose track of what we intended to, to do? So, yeah. um, 
It's like that it's pizza. Pretty cool. It might have started out round, but now like it's <laughs> square for like why yeah. is it round on one side? It looks like a yeah. DC shoe logo. Way to work pizza back in. You know me. So always, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, I'm always trying to get that pizza. Yeah, um, dude, that's solid. Yeah, solid episode. What? Is, how long is that? I don't even know. It's like an hour ten. I think. Shave some stuff off, or is that how long? Leave. How long do your episodes go? Dude, as long as I want. <laughs> they uh, I try to keep them around an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. but beyond that, man, like, um, because you know, you asked me what I do, and so I told you I'm a pastor. I told you right before we came on that I think that a career is what we do to make a living, and a yeah. calling is what we do to make a life. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think just like encouraging words, leaving, let's not attach our identity to maybe the assignment that we have. Yeah, but maybe to like who we were created to be. For sure. And, uh, and live out of that purpose. Yeah. And so um, I'm thankful for the opportunity. More more than that, thankful for the friendship. Oh, yeah, dog. Anytime so, you want to kick it. Look, this chair is comfortable. Dude, you can sit there all exactly. afternoon. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing after this. I got to do some uh, yeah. social media stuff. But Well, good stuff, man. You can hang out and learn. Learn you a little something. Local intern if you don't watch out. <laughs> I, I can't learn much on social media, man. I don't even have it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. How can people find the church then if they so, can't find you? So I don't have a social media platform, but our church does. Church of the Crossing, Dothan, mm. um, and there's Facebook, Instagram, and then a YouTube channel. Yeah, um, hashtag so, CTC. Yeah. Um, I always see that. We did start hashtagging Be What's Happening, too. Yeah, I saw that. We're, we're on that local Dive, flow. Diving in. <laughs> Dude, it's so much yeah. fun like being able to like yeah being able to find people in the community like for yourself sure. or like yeah know, like bob woodall or like yeah anybody that's just has a heart for community. yeah absolutely it's so much fun yeah for me to just have those relationships because yeah. like my brain works very much like all right well you do this and you over here do this like if yeah. we wanted it like hots deli and bob woodall this is mm-hmm. perfect situation so yeah. you have hots and you have air conditioning <laughs> so it's hots and cool yeah and like their marketing like if they team up or whatever like the right the marketing writes itself just about that's pretty cool and like that's trying to cool. trying to yeah run i want to meet all the people that are just yeah. like super into like absolutely all all boats rise with a tide or like yeah we can do it and just parameters on the church if anyone's like well what's this guy all about like our three things that we say all the time it's like, oh, so what's this church about? Look, you can belong before you believe. You can serve before you're saved. And our leadership lives above reproach. And so we, we kind of approach things from from the simplicity of let's find out where you're at and go from there. Yeah. Like, because really we're after belonging before belief. Yeah, that's, um, I mean. Belief follows belonging. So. For sure. Yeah. If everybody's cozy. Yeah. They're a lot more receptive. Yeah. That's why these. I'm telling this. you, man, for real. That's why the office has candles in it. <laughs> they scented. And all these silly <laughs> All this literature on the table. Oh, no. Well, dude, that was dope. I think that's one. That's Good 150. Stuff. 150. 150. 150. Yeah, dude. Good stuff. I'm pumped. Let me edit this thing down. And I'll post it tomorrow. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Anytime, dude. I'm what, just going to keep dragging out this thing. Yeah, do you clap at the end, too? Like, how's that nah, work? No, just stop. <laughs> I'll just push the mic so it won't stop yeah. talking if you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local or hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean. <laughs>